Hey, it's week three of our Uncommon Joy series, and uh, we're we're looking this week at Philippians chapter two, and just kind of this whole aspect that uh, uncommon joy leads us towards uncommon community. And I got Gus Martin here. Gus, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, hi everyone. I've uh, just moved to Life Christian Academy, and uh, I'm delighted to take over as the new headmaster of the school from uh, from Ross Jelsas, who's uh, done that for the last 26 years. Uh, so he's left a, a big uh, set of shoes for me to fill. So I've just moved here from uh, Australia with uh, my wife Felicity and three kids, uh, Jake, Gabby, and Yanni, and uh, we're just delighted to to be a part of the the community here at Life Christian and at Life Center. So, Gus, I mean. What what in the world kind of gets in your head that like, you know, it's a really good idea for me to pick up my wife, three kids, leave family. I, someone said you left your dog behind, and, correct? And you and you find yourself from there to Tacoma, Washington. I mean, what what's going on in your head? It probably looks like a, a strange move uh, unless you understand the backstory, but uh, I could spend a long time on that one. But uh, I certainly have spent a lot of time uh, over in the United States and uh, was blessed to have gone to high school here uh, and um, had, had spent a lot of time living over here, but uh, have close family over here. And uh, Christian education circles are a very tight, tight, uh, sure. tight world. And uh, and my passion really, uh, I want my kids to be global citizens. And I'm passionate about Christian education. And uh, what a great opportunity this has been. Oh, good. So, so we're in Philippians chapter two this week, and and this whole aspect of of uncommon community kind of leads us into like how we relate to one another. And, and and a lot of it is just like, hey, stop looking at yourself. And maybe get the arrows from pointed in and point the arrows out a little bit. What what have you what have you found? Just I'm living life, a wife, three kids. What have you found that happens when you when you start to turn the arrows out and look out for others? Well, if you just look at the numbers, if you just look at yourself, there's only one. But if you look <laughs> at others, there are so so many. So uh, it creates a, a world of opportunities. No, that's that's good, and and just to, just to be able to kind of shift that focus, and and as we get into Philippians chapter two, I mean, probably the biggest theme and the and the concept around this whole chapter is 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 really that idea of humility, and and what what's what's humility mean to you? Well, humility is about being humble. Uh, and serving without looking for self-gain or any self-benefit. And uh, there's just an absence of looking for personal credit. And uh, if I could akin that to integrity, we say integrity is what you do when nobody is looking. Humility is what you do when nobody is looking. It's it's, uh, that no personal benefit, no gain uh, when you go about doing things. Sure. So what... uh What's, you know, both, both the development and the action maybe in your life, what, how have you found, because I mean, I think we're born somewhat arrows in, it's really all about me, I'm, I'm hungry, I need my diaper changed, I need this, I need that, and I'm going to let you know. And, and, and I think it's a process in life that we begin to shift that arrows out. How is there any, what's, what's some things you've noticed in your life as, as the arrows have shifted from inward to outward? What does it look like for you to develop humility? Well, you receive a real sense of genuine joy 
um, you have fulfillment and you can see progress. And uh, I receive a sense of fulfillment by helping other people. And um, that can be through their struggles, but also providing opportunities for them to excel and exceed and go beyond. And um, also being obedient to what it says in God's word is also fulfilling. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's got to be times, I know there's times in my life where I really want to turn it inward and like, hey, everybody, I'd like it to be about me for a little bit. <laughs> what, uh, what do you, when in those moments, how do you find an encouragement to keep moving forward with the, with the life of humility? Uh, to give an illustration, uh, as in my role as a headmaster of a school where I have lots of kids under my care and, uh, and also as, uh, as a parent where I've got uh, a wife and three kids to look after. Um, if I'm really to think about the bigger picture here, um, and if I were to take credit for the success of all of the students and for how my children are, I would be denying and um, not giving due consideration to all of the other people that have taken take, uh, had an impact um, in everybody else's lives. Uh, that's coaches, mentors, grandparents, uh, teachers, uh, re reception staff, pastors, everybody that's had an impact on those children's life has amounted to something. So if I was to go and look at the uh, look for credit in that instance, um, that would be denying the significance of the input of those people. And I think it's uh, we can be dishonoring of others when we lack humility. Sure. I think that's good. Uh, one of the things that I, I jotted down in, in some of my notes was just uh, Philippians 2, uh, 14 and 15. This The opening line of it just simply says, do everything without complaining and arguing. Uh, how's that working for you? Well, if we focus on the, the bigger picture, if we focus on uh, some sort of higher perspective, uh, perspective um, we can rationalize the reason behind uh, what the goal, what we do. Um, so in life, um, not everything is fun. And uh, sometimes I think we just look that uh, we should be trying to do everything fun. And um, nothing, there's a saying that uh, one of my old coaches said to me, nothing good was ever easy. So this prov provides a drive to really persist to really to really continue on and so the attitude that we choose as we face those adversities um, and things that we go through that sometimes don't feel like they're palatable really shapes our journey and I don't see the point in making a choice that really um, allows us to adopt a focus that can make something um, uh, something tastes good when it really, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a tough thing to do. So um, I think we eventually get a bit of taste from doing things um, with the wrong mindset. Sure. And uh, kind of the core, if you really get into Philippians chapter two, I mean, it, it contains one of the most significant little pieces of scripture that's recorded for us. And, and they say it was a song. But it's just that it's just that whole aspect of having the attitude of Christ who emptied himself, who didn't consider this whole position that he came down from and all of these things. And it's like he humbled himself and became a servant. Mm -hmm. uh, the attitude of a servant, how do, you, how do you model and live that? Because you're in a leadership position and oftentimes the, we can lead out of position or lead out of like, well, look where I fit on the org chart. But for you, you have a, a tremendous responsibility to be that servant leader in the role that you're in. 
how how have you found practically that you live out the servant leadership? Well, it's difficult difficult to uh, explain that, and, and I would be lacking humility if I came out and said everything I did, and that's certainly not what not what I intend to do. But everyone is always watching, and that's one thing I've learned from leadership. But uh, as a, as a pra- practical solution, if we can each have a goal that um, each day we just do something for one person and uh, make one person's life better, just just add something in some way, uh, whether it be an act of kindness, an act of generosity, and really just coming alongside someone and, and giving them the words and being attuned to the needs of other people, that adds up to be 365 points of impact during the year. Just one thing every day. And 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 I put the challenge out there, surely we can all come up with just a couple of minutes every day for somebody else, and you'll feel a lot better for it. But also, uh, it's I think you'll find that it's settling uh, in your own self um, that you're being obedient to God's word. Yeah, no, that's good. I've heard it said, do for one what you'd like to do for many. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love that, just kind of what you said, just when you think about that. One thing a day mm-hmm. multiplied over a year is 365 people yeah. that I've had the opportunity to to touch and to impact. And, and really, that's where Philippians 2 kind of winds down. It winds down in this whole aspect where Paul is grateful for a couple of relationships because it's it's those relationships at a real time of need for him that he senses like, wow, I am a blessed man because I've got these people in my life who really care for me. And oftentimes it's being that person who cares that all of a sudden the return on that or the investment that we see back is that people have uh, uh people are caring for us. So what 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 encouragement would you give to people as we kind of wrap this up? What encouragement would you give to people in that whole aspect of looking out for others? Well, we're people of relationships and relationships just don't happen. We all have a responsibility. A relationship is two-sided and uh, and I would just encourage everyone to build those relationships and, and foster them by doing their part and, uh, and, and walking across to the other side of the room and having those conversations and looking out for each other. So, so let's put it on our own bat and let's do it ourselves. Oh, that's great. Hey, Gus, thanks so much for being a part of this. And uh, this, these have been fun. We've just kind of been building these out here, these Beyond the Weekend videos. And one of the things we're doing is we're offering people an opportunity to send in questions and uh, they can send them to questions at life-center.org. And uh, we're going to collect those and we're going to do a sixth week at the end of this series just to kind of interact with what people are thinking, what what they'd like maybe a little deeper conversation on. But thanks so much for being here. Thanks for the part that you play at uh, Life Christian Academy and for you and your family making that big move all the way across the world. And here you are in Tacoma. Thanks so much. Thank you for what you do. 